0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond, my name is Taylor, and welcome to what should have been episode 1 of the Overachievers podcast. Uh, Now, as you're well aware, this is coming out after episode 11, but before episode 12, so our one-year anniversary can still technically be a full 12 episodes. Joining me is the man who was supposed to be, and still was, my first guest ever, John.
1: It's me, I'm still here, after all this time, I've been waiting a year to record this.
0: Now, I will say, as some of you are aware... The problem was me, not him. Uh, my hard drive had major issues, and we didn't have any backup recordings, so I lost all of my audio, and I couldn't recreate it to perfectly
1: match the answers that John was giving. It's rough, like yeah, like my audio is like I think it's still like in the Google Drive, um, and so like theoretically you could have like tried to respond to it, but it would be so hard to do that for like forty-five minutes or something. Yeah, it
0: would have been. It would have just been super awkward. It'd be impossible. No, it wouldn't work. So. I'm gonna be going over some things that you know would have normally been covered in the first episode, and because we already had the second episode recorded at the time that I lost the first episode, I uh, couldn't say there. So this will be old hat to many of you. It will be new to some of you, maybe if you click on episode one first. For those of you who have, welcome. Hope you enjoy. So I wanted to first of all give John's YouTube channel, Noise Bear Games, a huge shout out. I have been a, a participant there, I will say, for for many years, and is actually the inspiration behind me doing this i couldn't think of a better partner to have on most of the episodes than john and i say most because it's not fair to him to be on every single episode That'd be a little much um it's, a, I, it's a lot of work yeah <laughs> yeah that's fair i recorded uh including this episode i think four or five this week alone just to like so really set me up
1: and it it has it's been smart, a lot but yeah that's that's a lot it has consumed my entire week yeah i'm uh, i'm not surprised but I, I think you'll you know in like a month you'll be pretty thankful that you don't have to like think about the podcast for like <laughs> three or four months
0: yeah i mean i still i'll still think about it but i won't be actively doing anything about it because i'll be no, in korea you, setting some things up there
1: um yeah you won't be like my god i need to get an, an episode done in like two weeks you'll be like oh no i'm good for like three months still
0: yeah and then you know current events will happen or, or things will change it's like well, why do you talk about this why do you say this it's like that was recorded five months ago. What do you want from me?
1: What's do you know what the the longest gap between uh, recording and uploading is going to be? Like,
0: Probably, if, as long as we record episode eighteen um, before I go to Korea, it'll be that one. Because I've okay. already got potentials for episode sixteen and seventeen lined up. Okay. Because I've Man, just yeah,
1: that'll be a long wait.
0: <laughs> put way too much on my plate because I have the time
1: to do it <laughs> yeah, it's it's fair yeah
0: anyway getting back to it um for those of you who don't know the overachievers podcast is meant to be something where I sit down with friends and other guests to discuss games that they've gotten all achievements for because I feel like the the all achievements category kind of gets left behind you know you've got the people who just beat the game or do challenge runs and then you've got the people who 100% the games now I want to be very clear Getting all achievements does not necessarily mean getting 100 we have a question specifically about that because they're two very different things or at least they can be and i feel like so many people gravitate towards that hundred percent that the ones who just get all achievements but don't want to do the extra stuff that doesn't feel like they're getting rewarded for it just get ignored and i'm one of those people i am absolutely an achievement whore and i just wanted to do this to kind of bring together the community a little more and i've been watching a lot of achievement grinding content on youtube lately and i figured hey why not add my stupid voice to the mix and john was either brave enough or foolish enough to join me on this journey and i don't know why but i've been very appreciative of the fact
1: yeah i i I don't know why i like like why i started doing like all achievements either like i'm sure that's like a topic for another time but just weird like probably like four years ago or something i didn't care about achievements (laughs) at all and now now I, I guessed on like half half podcast episodes about it. And
0: I, I will clarify, he guest starred on half the episodes. He did not guess what they were going to be. That is determined ahead of guessed. time. <laughs> <laughs> You're an English graduate. You should know this. I, I said guess. Yeah, but isn't that different than guest starring?
1: Oh, I see. Yes. Yes, I misspoke. Wow.
0: Wow. So with the preamble that you probably already skipped, getting out of the way... Hello and welcome to episode one, Blood and Bullets. John, what game right. are you going to be presenting us with today?
1: Uh, I'm going to be talking about Bloodstained: Curse of the Moon. Well, I was going to say I don't remember why I chose this game for our first episode.
0: <laughs> so that's actually what I was about to explain. Uh, now, I okay, when I was you. first uh, concocting <laughs> the podcast, I decided that I would like John as my first guest, and I had asked him, "Hey, what was the first game you can, you know?" verifiably say you got all achievements for on steam or okay, other platforms right and so that is why he picked this particular game uh that is why i have picked the game i'm going to be presenting today these are the first games we've gotten all achievements for on our steam profiles that we could verify
1: and and that would make for a, a good episode it like would have I... made
0: for a great first episode it's only coming out almost a year late
1: well like um the, the, the reason I chose Curse of the Moon, I guess, is because it's probably the first uh, game I got all achievements in that would make for a good episode. Because oh, okay. I, I played, I played like a lot of Telltale games before this mm-hmm. one, which you just get achievements for just playing the game. It's like, finish chapter one, you get an achievement, and that's it. So, like, theoretically, it's not the first one I got, but it's the first interesting one. Although, interesting might be a bit of a stretch. For this one
0: <laughs> you heard it here first folks telltale games are uninteresting and boring as is this game but we're gonna do wise. it anyway
1: achievements wise
0: no no we're, we're not we're not doing that is just uninteresting and boring john's own words
1: damn i love telltale games hashtag not spawn <laughs> hashtag ad hashtag ad okay so we are sponsored are we sponsored by whom wait telltale's dead how are they sponsoring us You just said we were sponsored. Why are you telling me we're sponsored by a dead company? Did you echo that? You said hashtag ad as well.
0: Uh, You know what? I'm going to advertise my YouTube channel where I also do other content such as Art Table where I cover artists from around (laughs) the internet. As well as I'm getting into newer bits of content for myself personally such as first impression videos. And coming up soon after this release, hopefully as long as I put all my ducks in order, a review series. Or review video at the very least. Wow, that's a solid sponsor. It's got to be said. Right? Hashtag Selfless Parmo. <laughs> so with all this truly chaotic opening out of the way, John, can you just explain uh, your game just a little bit to the audience?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, sorry for like instantly derailing. I feel like I've got worse at it as, as, as the episodes have gone on. Nah, it's fine. Uh, I feel like the first episode I was like pretty to the point and now I just like kind of blather for a
0: bit. Well, I think too, we're just getting more comfortable with the idea, right? It's just more figuring out what this format's really going to be
1: yeah yeah probably um okay I'll stop derailing now uh so Bloodstained Curse of the Moon is a retro Castlevania style game developed by Inti Creates as a companion release for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night uh Ritual of the Night is sort of like a spiritual successor to um Castlevania Symphony of the Night are they really that similar yeah they are (laughs) um which um Koji Igarashi worked on um and it's like probably the the most famous Castlevania game, I guess. Yeah, I would, I would um, say so. so. Yeah, so Ritual of the Night is like the big game, uh, whereas Curse of the Moon is is very much like a fairly bite sized um, spin off kind of game. Um, it was made as part of the Ritual of the Night Kickstarter campaign as like a a, a bonus, what, what are they, a perk or whatever they are on Kickstarter. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, actually know. I don't use Kickstarter all that often. I don't use it very much, um, but it's uh, gameplay wise, it, it's very similar to Castlevania 3 for the NES, um, Castlevania One as well to a lesser extent. But it's it's very much where Ritual of the Night is a spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night, Curse of the Moon is very much a spiritual successor to Castlevania 3 on the NES.
0: Okay, so I know art style wise, and those of you. Hopefully, watching on the YouTube channel and on the podcast. Provided the video podcast has gone up properly on Spotify, uh, we'll be seeing the gameplay right now, and it should, in in my eyes, does look very similar to the the general style. Obviously, with a little more
1: of a modern um, aesthetic to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very much uh, graphically similar to the castle uh, to the NES games, but very much with a, a couple of a, a bit of a modern flair to it and and, and modern. Uh, quality of life changes for sure that's fair okay and how many achievements does the game have overall so this is why i said this might have been a fairly uninteresting pick for the podcast but still more interesting than me talking about telltale games um it's only got 15 achievements which i think is quite low for uh to talk about on a yeah i'd say so that's podcast. that's definitely
0: less than the average that i've noticed overdoing this uh for multiple episodes now
1: Yes, yeah, I agree. We're, we're usually around the, like, I don't know, like, 35 to 45 range. Uh, for me, at least, I think. Most of mine are around I, that range. I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, that's, that seems quite average. So, yeah, 15, very, very low, it seems. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fair. Okay. Now, was this your first time playing the game? Like, did you go into it wanting to get all achievements, or did you, had you played it previously, and you are like, hey, why not just wrap up the last few?
1: Yeah, I think I... Did my first playthrough um which would it's not very long it's like i said it is quite bite-sized it was just a, a bonus thing for kickstarter yeah um it's it, like it's still a proper game it's still a great game but that uh, does not take very long to finish it mm-hmm. um i think i did my first playthrough and then i noticed i got like i got more than half the achievements from doing the first playthrough and i i enjoyed it so much i think i probably looked at the, the achievements list and was like yeah i could probably do those so um I don't think I took much of a break between my first casual playthrough and going for all achievements. I think it was probably back to back. Okay. Um so- sorry, I will say I did all this in 2019, which is why um I'm not like dead certain on some of my answers. No, that's fair.
0: That's fair. And now yeah. as of the time recording that was 4 years ago. God, I'm so old. Huh. Yeah, holy crap. <laughs> So, I'm going to go think, do things in a little out of order. So, if you did the two back to black playthroughs, how long, like, how much game time do you have on Steam right now?
1: Uh, so, I have 11.4 hours, which is uh, as long as it took to get all achievements, which okay. is is definitely uh, slower than average. Yeah. Um, how long to beat says 10 hours for Completionist. Oh, wow. And normally, normally I'm, like, solidly below the how long to be estimate and i wasn't for this one so i don't really know what happened just remember folks john is in fact a trademarked god gamer i am it's true
0: but not for curse of the moon apparently (laughs) now okay you're in a unique situation though how much of that was going for all achievements and how much that was recording it for youtube
1: that is a very very good point you're absolutely right because i did I did a playthrough for YouTube after I got all achievements. I'm pretty sure. So or... he can—he's allowed to keep his status as a god gamer, folks. Actually, I don't know. I think I might have recorded me going for one of the achievements. uh Oh, it may be yeah, in question. I'd have to, like, yeah, I'd have to double check. But I, I assume, like part of it, you know, like uh, playing a game, just non-recorded and playing it while recording it. It playing it when you're recording it does definitely add time to it. Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, like just doing commentary and like, you know, pausing to talk and stuff like that and and maybe having to retry things because you're not as focused because you're trying to do commentary at the same time. So um, that is a very good point and I've forgotten about that. So I imagine that would add a little bit to my my gameplay total.
0: You also heard it here first, folks. The YouTuber forgot he has a YouTube
1: channel. (laughs) 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 I even like told you like multiple times. I was like, hey, I've got footage of this game on my YouTube channel. You can use it for the video. (laughs)
0: The playlist will be linked in the description down below both the podcast and YouTube video for the guy who forgot he uploaded
1: the whole thing. I mean, to be fair, I've got like how many, you know, thousands of videos and the Curse of the Moon is like three videos of those. Still, it's important. It is. I, I did it because I really, really liked the game and I wanted to do videos on it.
0: So another important question. Have you gone back to play this game since you got all achievements for it?
1: I, at the time of recording, went back to play it for about 15 minutes yesterday. <laughs> now, was... It, and that was just to remind yourself of it, right? Yeah, it was just to uh, kind of rem- remember some of the mechanics and, and the, the different modes and stuff. Yes. Uh, okay. So, I haven't, like, seriously gone back to it since. Yeah. Okay, that's, so that's I did, fair. It, I did download it on my, my hacked Vita. I haven't played whoa, it on there. Whoa, whoa, we not don't, We
0: don't support that out here. Well, I do. <laughs> Put that on I your channel. Then I, I don't need to get demonetized for that.
1: You're not gonna get. De- Sony's not gonna give a f- <laughs> Wait, You say I'm not monetized yet? No, just Sony's. I don't. I don't. I genuinely do not think Sony cares if people hack their Vitas at this point. I think Sony. I think dead? Sony's just mad at you for having a Vita and like bring up that it exists. The Vita is so good. It's crazy. <laughs> I love my Vita. and I have not played a Vita in forever. So good. I, I bought it just for Persona. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> surprised. <love> <laughs> well just just wait, ladies and
0: gentlemen. Everyone in between beyond, there are more Persona episodes coming. I can almost guarantee it because I know John well enough.
1: Oh, definitely. There we go,
0: okay. Okay, moving away from Persona, because that's going to be a whole other rabbit hole what were the hardest and easiest achievements for you uh,
1: throughout your playthroughs? Um, so, hardest achievement for me, I said, was big game hunting, which is where you defeat every boss in the boss rush mode. Okay. I think I just don't really like boss rush modes as uh, a game mode, honestly. Alright. Um, and you call yourself know, a like, Dark Souls fan. I, I mean, I was going to say, like, I know there's mods for Dark Souls that turn it into a boss rush, but I... I like the boss fights, but I don't think I would like the boss fights as much if it was if that's all the game was. I like the downtime um, of, of running through areas between the bosses.
0: So you're telling me, as a Dark Souls fan who like gushes about the bosses, especially in Dark Souls Two episode coming out later in the year, you don't like a boss rush mode?
1: No, no. I, if if a game is only the bosses, no, I don't like it. Um, What was it? It Is Death's Door right? Um, The same people who made Mm -hmm. Death's Door made Titan Souls. Okay. No, Titan Souls. Is that right? Who who made Titan Souls? Uh, I I don't know. You're asking me questions on the spot, man. I think it is. Um. And so, like, (laughs) that's those are both like Souls likes, but Titan Souls. If it's the game I'm thinking of, um, was only boss rush, and so I never touched it. Even though it looked really cool, I liked the art style. I like souls like combat i didn't want to play it because it's only boss rush i don't like boss rush i like the downtime between bosses okay see I, it's yeah interesting I, I put that as the hardest because it's just a game mode i don't really I don't know, vibe with i guess mm-hmm. and it, it's it's also I'm, I'm glad i booted the game up yesterday to to check this um because i'm, I'm sure i forgot about it last time boss rush in in, in this game you start with your four characters, and you can switch between them. And in the starting room, there's all the available upgrades you can get for each character, like the different weapon types. So, like for Zangetsu, you can get his um, whatever his piece of paper is—he like throws on the ground and makes fire. Uh, you can get his his whip yeah. or his like super ability. And so okay. you get one of each of all of these upgrades for your entire boss rush. So you have to be really familiar with each boss and and know which character you're going to want to use on which boss and which upgrade you're going to want to use on that boss and so like it it, it was just a very specific way of having to play the game I guess and I I didn't super like that
0: yeah okay
1: um and then my easiest now I
0: oh, I no so I was just gonna say I noticed something about you and as we've played together talked about games you're very much a person who likes to play your way absolutely. you like to, to change controls to you what you prefer whereas i'm more of a go with the flow do what the game wants the way the game controls and tells me to do it so i think and that's just i am mean, seeing reinforcement to reinforcement as to why you may not like something
1: absolutely i mean yeah like it's that has been my mo for so long and it i mean it's it's really demonstrated by how much i love dark souls and how much i disliked Sekiro. <laughs> Yeah. Dark that
0: though Sekiro will be a future episode, I promise. It,
1: but um, just like Dark Souls, you can really play how you want. You can kinda go wherever, you know, change your build completely. Sekiro, you have to play a very mm-hmm. specific way, which I just don't enjoy having to do, I guess. I like
0: No, that's fair. To each their yeah, own. I like freedom. Absolutely to each their own. Yeah. I did also want to add in the uh developer of Death Store is called Acid Nerve. And they did, in fact, develop Titan Oh, Souls. thank God. So John is not lying. I knew it. He's just making
1: me look stuff up on the spot. <laughs> I could have done it too. You, but... you, what do you mean you knew it? <laughs> I was right. <laughs> you were right. That doesn't mean you knew it. I, I did. I obviously knew it. means you I, got lucky. I said it. No, 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 no. It was, it was in my brain somewhere. I just wasn't 100% sure. It wasn't verified. Ah, sure, sure. Sure, 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 Jeez. Okay, sorry. On to your easiest achievement. Um. So my easiest achievement is called Moonlight Temptation. Which is where you finish stage one for the first time that's, okay that's, bear in mind i only have 15 achievements to choose from here <laughs> um stage one it, is it's, it's a small selection it is yeah uh stage one is just very easy i played through stage one yesterday after not playing the game for four years and did it like first try very very easily <laughs> so it's a oh, wow it's, yeah it's it's a very easy achievement to get that's But fair. surprisingly. Okay. Uh, 16.7% of people don't have that. <laughs> huh. They're just like, I don't want to play this game. I, I don't. I mean, stage one is like four minutes or something. So people Oof. people started the game and didn't finish the first stage, which is interesting.
0: That's a yikes for me. Though. Yeah. Okay. So outside
1: of those, what do you think were the most and least fun for you? Uh, most fun, I said the Emperor of Darkness achievement. Which is where you sacrifice okay. every adventure and finish the game. So, uh, at so you're just you're just killing people left, right, so you're just sacrificing your allies, no remorse. Absolutely, um, you monster. At the end of certain stages, you um, rescue a potential ally, a potential adventure from the boss, and you get the option of recruiting them to the party, uh, killing them, or just ignoring them and walking away from them which is Mm -hmm. cool that there's so many options in this relatively small game um that's fair and so if you if you recruit them you get them on your team and you can switch between your characters on the fly it's it's really helpful for if uh one of your characters has taken a lot of damage and is close to dying you can just switch away to another character and bam that character's probably got full health and you you might make it through to a checkpoint kind of thing Mm -hmm. but if you sacrifice the characters you uh get new abilities for the main character zengetsu so okay for example if you uh kill the first character miriam that you come across uh zengetsu gets this really cool uh mid-air slashing attack which is is great and, and does a lot of damage so it's it was it was a fun way to play the game um a, a bit of a challenge only having the one character but he got so strong and he got so many cool abilities that uh, i thought it was a just a fun achievement to get
0: no oh, fair enough now is the ability you get related to the character that you sacrifice or is it kind of you sacrifice them knowing you're going to get an ability you want to have later but
1: it doesn't necessarily pertain to that character that is a very good question i i think and i'm definitely not 100 sure on this i think um it, it, it's which like it's the first person you kill gives you the first ability Instead of like, oh, okay. Instead of like Miriam giving you so the jumping ability, whatever it'll be, whoever you yeah. kill first. It's just based that. on the number of people. Yes, I believe so. Okay. So you couldn't just like you know keep the first two adventures and then kill the last one to get the strongest ability, kind of thing. I think you would only get the first ability in that case.
0: Hmm. All right. Interesting. Now that you said that was your most fun, correct?
1: Yes. Um. So okay. My, now, how about your least fun? My least fun achievement and. I mean there's nothing like super unfun in this game honestly like it's only 15 achievements i'll say it again <laughs> um but this one was called nightmare's end which is where you finish the game without sacrificing or recruiting any adventurers okay. so that basically means you're playing through as zengetsu by himself without allies but also without those special abilities that you get from killing them so
0: yeah, so it's a self-imposed hard mode.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, I just thought, you know, okay. it was it was the least interesting, I guess. Like you don't have fun characters with you, and you also don't have fun abilities. So it was just what it yeah. is. But John, you are, and I quote, a god gamer. It's true. I have all achievements in uh, Bloodstained: so, Curse of the Moon. <laughs> so how can
0: how can this one prove any bit of challenging to you?
1: It's not. It was the least fun. <laughs>
0: It fair, wasn't enough. The hardest. No, fair enough. That's, that's fair. That was that was the question I asked. That's that's my fault. <laughs> okay, so I'm assuming you've already said it. What is the
1: rarest one on the list, and do you feel it should be? Do you feel it deserves its place as the rarest one? There's actually a new one to talk about in this. Uh-oh. uh Oh, it's called that man Zengetsu, which is where you go it alone and see the normal ending, um, and that one has six percent completion. Um, oh. which is very close to like the boss rush mode which was 6.3% not many people have done that either Yeah. Um, now how is this different from Nightmare's End? man you're really, really asking me now Taylor <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it says go it alone and see the normal ending um, so you obviously don't recruit any characters I think it's, it's slightly more particular I think with Nightmare's End you could just walk past every character instead of recruiting or killing them right? Okay. but I believe with the that man zangetsu you have to it, it's something like ignore one kill one and ignore another one or something like that so i think it's just oh i think it's an easier ending to mess up along the way so i think that's why it's Wait, so the, the
0: the quote normal ending as they call it requires you to do more work therefore being less normal
1: than just you know cons- being consistent with each character i guess so yeah <laughs> how does that make sense i don't know it's it's worded weirdly
0: <laughs> yeah i'm hoping that's a translation
1: error because that's just weird to me possibly yeah yeah i'm really not sure okay now what was the most memorable achievement for you uh the most memorable one i have already talked about it was the emperor of darkness one which is where you sacrifice the adventures and get the cool power-ups for the murderer it's i don't know it was just cool you know playing the one character but seeing him get stronger as, as it went on and getting really cool attacks
0: So, you mean playing a regular RPG that just happens to force you to murder someone to be a regular RPG? That sounds like a sweet RPG. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I am recording with a psychopath.
1: I mean, fair honestly.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay, that's not what I wanted to hear. That's what you got to hear. Yikes. Uh, Unfortunately. Mm. Now, is there an achievement you would remove for the game,
1: and if so, why? No, there's only 15. There's not enough to remove.
0: (laughs) you never know man there could be a bad one there it's could be true a bad one. yeah
1: no that like i said like the all the achievements are decently fun in this
0: okay now is there an action or way of playing that doesn't have an achievement
1: tied to it that you think should have an official achievement no not not in this one um again it's you know fairly bite-sized like playing through the the, the game once takes you about two hours there's not much outside of the achievements that's fair are you able to soft lock yourself out of any of these yeah, I, I, I guess so. With the um, some of the ending achievements, depending on you know, like that man's Zangetsu. I guess if you uh, kill one of the adventures, I believe you lock yourself out of that. But okay. I mean, you know, it only takes two hours at most to, to get through it. So it's it's not really like a soft lock on the on the level of of some games we've talked about before. So
0: yeah, and this this question in particular will be very pertinent. In episode
1: twelve our one year special for reasons you'll see. Oh okay, great. Now how many times do you need to play through the game to get all achievements? Uh I guess five, because there's there's five different endings. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe believe it's just okay. five. I don't think there's anything outside of the endings. Unless you can boss rush mode no, is, That's like fair. playing the game again. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: sorry, I don't think
1: I would. No, I, I would say that's like included in a playthrough kind of thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um
0: how many sorry. Does the game reward you for getting all achievements?
1: It doesn't give you anything in game, but uh, since the achievements or some some of the achievements are tied to the endings, I, I do feel like the endings are like decently rewarding. Um okay. like the, the ending does actually change depending on which one you go for. Um you get a nice, yep. nice graphic over the, the credits scene, stuff like that. So uh yes, I would say so, so it's
0: it's not just the sorry, okay, so it's not just the difference of like one word, like
1: it was in code Vein? No, no, definitely not. No, you get like a whole whole new artwork oh. uh, at the end, and man, I wish that'll be yet another episode where <laughs> oh, that
0: was gonna be spicy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, another disappointing <laughs> all
0: achievements. <laughs> Do the achievements feel rewarding in the game?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think so. Like the the ending ones, especially. Um, like I said, you get fun new uh, little tidbits of story at the end for getting the endings, um, mm-hmm. and. They're also just a fun way of challenging yourself to play each run quite differently. Um, Where you know, where where you're by yourself, or you have no upgrades, or you have a full party kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I I think they feel pretty rewarding to go for.
0: Oh, that's good. Does it feel like the devs cared about the achievements when they were making them?
1: I don't think so. Um, Like I said, there's only 15, and of those 15, eight are related to clearing each stage. (laughs) Mm-hmm. so like that's more than half of the achievements are just kind of like i mean y- y- you need to have them there i think for like a game like this but they're not you know they're not unique or anything i don't think
0: yeah do the achievements me require you to get 100 like find out the collectibles and do everything in the game
1: there's there's nothing really to 100 in it i don't think <laughs> <laughs> oof but, yeah there's, there's nothing you oof. can go out of your like it's not open world or anything it's you know it, it's eight stages that you play in order kind of thing. There's there, there's no yeah. secrets for you to find, really.
0: Okay, no, that's that's fair. Then some games, there just aren't. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, we've already talked about the next one. Did you have to use any guides? Or are there any guides that you would recommend people use if they're trying to go for it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, the, the endings, they're not like their Steam description isn't super helpful. So there was one oh, okay. on these Steam forums by Stationary Traveler, which was just very helpful for getting all the different endings, and also had some nice tips for uh, the boss rush mode and nightmare mode. Well, that's good to know. I'll
0: link that in the description down below, both the YouTube channel and the podcast. Has this changed the way you look at the game now, and do you regret
1: getting all achievements? Um, no, it, it, it hasn't changed the way I look at it. it you know, No regret. It was, it was a very small time commitment compared to a lot of games we'll talk about. Like, 11 hours for all achievements is not very much at all. Um, yeah. And... Like I said, I I loved this game so much, I wanted to make YouTube videos on it and do like a whole little mini-series of it. So, no, I I thoroughly enjoyed the game, and I thoroughly enjoyed getting all achievements for it.
0: Well, that's good. That's unfortunately not an answer we hear all that often on here. No, that's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, I feel like more more of the ones I've talked to you about, granted, you've been uh, my only repeat guest as far as I can remember. If if there was another repeat guest, I sincerely apologize. (laughs) Um... But, you know, I feel like because I've spoken with you the most, there have been a a much larger rollercoaster of things you did enjoy or things you didn't enjoy.
1: Yeah, and also, like, I feel like, you know, when when I was asked to do this podcast the first time, I think I kind of instinctively chose what would be a more positive experience to talk about. But um, Mm -hmm. subsequent ones, you know, I probably thought it would be more interesting to bring ones along that I didn't enjoy or that I did regret doing, so...
0: Um, no, that's fair, yeah, just, that's fair. just
1: a bit of variety, I guess.
0: Nothing wrong with that, and, you know, nothing wrong with the positive and more negative vibes, you gotta balance it out. Yeah. And, I mean, hey, this is why this last question exists, would you recommend other people go for the All Achievements or not? Because some people, you know, they would like it, some people wouldn't, and it's important that they understand if they would be into it.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, so, said, I said yes, if you don't mind okay. replaying the game in different styles each time. Um, because mm-hmm. you know, there's five endings. You do have to play through it five times. Each run is a little bit different. So, if you don't mind replaying it with 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 each run being slightly different, I think yes, it's a good recommend. But um, you know, I, I guess people who don't like replaying uh, games, even if they are about two hours, probably wouldn't enjoy going for all achievements.
0: I just feel like people who don't enjoy replaying games, even if they're not two hours, wouldn't enjoy going for achievements.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, just, you're probably right. Cuz like
0: there's so many games that we've talked about that you have to go through at least twice or, you know, one and a half times. To get all the achievements. Yeah. It's just like if they weren't willing to do it more than once, they're just not going to get there. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I I think that's that's a fair assessment though. You know, it's a fair it's a fair kind of bar that if they don't meet that bar, don't go for it.
1: Yeah, I yeah, for for that question I usually try and, you know, answer with yes but (laughs) you know yeah then that's that's
0: the thing right is people are people are different people got different preferences
1: yeah because you know a lot of people don't want to do dark souls but we've done all three you know so we 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 can't recommend every game (sighs) oh boy (laughs) no i would feel i would feel icky doing that yeah we we couldn't just say oh yeah i recommend this and just leave it at that i feel like we have to like give caveats every time we answer that question (laughs)
0: Unless, of course, we're sponsored. Hashtag not spawn right now. Uh, uh, then, I you know, maybe episode like changes. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, with that being said, we have reached the midpoint of the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in Between and Beyond. If you're not yet, please do subscribe to either the podcast or ideally both the podcast and the YouTube channel, as well as John's channel, Noiseberry Games. Of course, the link to that will be in the description down below. Uh, make sure to check out his videos. He has great content. Uh, you know, follow him on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Both of our Twitter handles will be in the description down below. I am going to try and start posting on Instagram, I gotta work on that, Uh, but you know, check me out there. I've got plenty of other content mostly on the YouTube channel if you want to check that out. With that being said, let's get back into the episode. So now that we're in the back half, John is going to be asking me about my game, which is going to be very different from his.
1: Okay, so you, you hinted at your game with the presumably the bullets part of the title. What game are you talking about today? What are you talking about? Mine's the blood, yours the bullets. What? <laughs> Do any of my characters have guns? Never no.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I was really hoping they would. <laughs> no, but I am going to be talking today about an absolute classic that I'm sure everyone who has obviously seen the thumbnail, or just grew up with either an Xbox or Playstation, has played before, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. I haven't played that game. Rema- excuse me? I have never played that game. <laughs> Oh my god, someone get this man some culture. <laughs> man, it, it, you play as the British SAS. That is, I mean, it, I don't want to say your people just because you're British, but like, that is closer to your culture than mine.
1: Call of Duty, Schmala Schmooty, Taylor.
0: I'm sure there's a game called Schmala Schmooty, and I'm sure it's not rated well, or uh, it's not a rating I could put on YouTube. I would rather play
1: that.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Give me Schmala Schmooty please do not uh okay give sorry. me call of duty remastered any any day okay so the, the remastered version yeah what? because i did play the original back when it first released on my xbox 360 i then played the original again on steam once i got a computer and once they announced the remaster i was losing my mind and then it didn't come to steam for i uh, or i can't remember if it came to steam right away but i didn't pick it up until i picked it up um in addition to call of duty infinite warfare as a package deal because it was on sale
1: Okay. So so you've played it three on like three different platforms. Including the original uh,
0: two platforms three different times, I guess. Oh okay.
1: So you played the original on 360, the original on Steam, yeah. and the remaster on Steam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. It's a it's a little messy. So you're talking about the remaster here today. Yes. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> because I do not have all achievements for like the base non-remastered version.
1: Okay, I understand. Just like Dark Souls 2. Just like Spoilers. Dark Souls. 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine no people know we're done for it um, oh yeah okay, do, do you want to do you want to do like a little like summary of what Call of Duty 4 is so for those of you aka John
0: who have never played a Call of Duty game which is just baffling to me uh, it's you know it's the, the classic first person shooter that was kind of the main competitor at Battlefield I think as well Battlefield and not really Halo because this one's more just like gruff military men <laughs> um, which Call of Duty and Battlefield have really cornered the market on. Mm-hmm. So in this, you play as either the British SAS Special Air Service as Soap McTavish. Yes, that is his real name. Soap or Soap. Okay. Don't and the first mission even has a line: "The hell kind of a name is Soap? <laughs> you know what? What mother factory do you come from? <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's a weird one. Okay. But I mean, Soap is a beloved character. Not as much as Ghost, but you know, Modern Warfare, the remakes have kind of changed that, unfortunately. Um, You also play as, uh, oh god, Sergeant Paul Jackson of the U.S. Marine Corps. So, as per most Call of Duty campaigns, you have two main characters just fighting on two sides of the world uh, in the same war, on the same side, typically, and just, you know, you're... This is the game that really introduced the Russians as, like, the stereotypical bad guy. Oh, really? Because it was the first one, the first Call of Duty game, as it says to take place in more modern times you know before this and i think it had originally released in 2009 um call of duty was very much where a lot of the military shooters were world war Two. they did not want to leave world war Two, so when they brought it into again quote modern times they needed a more modern enemy interesting okay that's cool
1: um so how many achievements does your game have
0: so this is something i've noticed um talking with all with you as well as other guests who have had on the channel and episodes coming out in the future this game has 50 achievements so five zero about a little over three times as many as yours yep. and i'm finding 50 is like an average number for a lot of games yeah or at least around that 50 mark it's a weird like it's a weird line they've like they've said we're gonna have 50 or close to 50 achievements
1: for almost every game in existence yeah it's 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 weird how many games seem to fall into that that uh number i guess and then there's something like soulstone survivors
0: which has just jumped up from 209 to 223
1: <laughs> yeah there's definitely like outliers yeah like
0: i have 217 of those oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> hoping to finish up the last six shortly jeez you've only got six left <laughs> i only had one left and then they pr- updated it today or sorry yesterday oh i see and they added a whole bunch oh that's funny. they added um 14. Oh, so man. i got most of those just because i had already like met the requirements for the achievements oh they just
1: popped when you <laughs> like opened it yeah they,
0: they just didn't exist before this interesting anyway so yes 50 achievements relatively bog standard
1: okay um so you, you've already touched on this a bit i guess this this was not your first time playing it
0: well, okay, so technically it was my first time playing the, remaster. the Remastered because I had gone in with the intention of getting all achievements. Right. Okay.
1: Yes. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, have you gone back to the game since you got all achievements?
0: I recorded half an hour this morning for the for the video.
1: Oh, nice! <laughs> now I will
0: say, um, you've already seen some gameplay on screen. It is a, has a very citrusy twist, um, which as you're watching the video you will understand. And it will not look the same as a traditional Call of Duty game because of certain things that will be explained later in the episode, but there are, I've tried to avoid flashing effects as much as possible, so if it, for any reason it does visually, you know, kind of make you uncomfortable or make you worry about anything, please just listen to the audio version of the
1: podcast. Okay, yeah, good. Because good there
0: explain. are uh, filters that I've put on the on certain points of the video just because that's one of the unlockables that we'll talk about later, just to kind of showcase them. Uh, but again, I tried to avoid anything that seemed like it would have flashing lights or
1: harmful visual effects. Interesting. I have no idea what you're referring oh, to, so I'm going to have to look at the footage at some point. <laughs> um. So, wow, you're just like me. You, were like, went back to the game, like, very briefly in preparation for this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how long did it take you to get all achievements?
0: According to Steam, it took me 17.5 hours, which I think is behind the time? I haven't actually looked at how long to beat. I should have done that.
1: Okay. That's, like, also not a huge investment for all achievements, I feel like. No, it's really not, thankfully. Maybe I'm just kind of, like, skewed with, like, things like Dark Souls and stuff, or, like, some of the games I've been playing recently where, uh, like, Hogwarts Legacy, I'm over 50 hours and not even close to all achievements. Like... <laughs> So like 17 oh hours sounds like decent
0: <laughs> I man <laughs> I don't know like there, there's some things to me that I just can't really wrap my head around and just spending and I say this having spent 50 you know 100 plus hours in some games I just I don't get it I don't know if I could sink that much time into one game especially nowadays where I've tried getting all achievements on so many games for the sake of the podcast and doing so many other things
1: it's Yeah, uh, like, I don't know, I'm also probably skewed from playing, like, a lot of JRPGs recently. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, or you do play a lot of those, and I don't. Like, that was a hundred plus hours just in one game, one save file. So, like, (laughs) I'm also a bit skewed from that, I think. But, yeah, like, I don't know, I feel like games are, some games are too long.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I would absolutely agree with that. And I am apparently not a god gamer. According to How Long to Beat... The completionist style is 16 hours.
1: Okay, you were were just barely like an hour over that. Yeah. Hey, just like mine, I was like an hour over the... I'm also just not very good at games. I'm more than willing to admit this. You're not an MLG Cod Pro?
0: I am not indeed an MLG Cod Pro, and you will see that in the footage on screen. (laughs) I am so bad. Uh, Do you, you use mouse and keyboard? I do use mouse and keyboard when playing F first-person shooters.
1: Okay. Okay, good. Um, what were the hardest and easiest achievements for you in this one?
0: Well, so, I normally don't do give me achievements, but I kind of wanted to highlight something here. So, for those of you who don't know, um, there is a term in the military, or in most occupations, called FNG. Now, what it stands for is f***ing new guy or f***ing new girl. Um, maybe not the most politically correct terms, but that's just what they are. So there's a introduction tutorial mission in the game called Complete FNG. That is absolutely the easiest mission. It is a give me. Now, again, I don't normally like to do give me achievements as any of my answers because, you know, it feels, at least for me, a bit of a cop-out. I don't like to restrict my guests to any particular answers. They should answer however they feel and answer honestly. Now, the reason I picked it is because the hardest one for me... Was called Best of the Best. You have to beat this one mission in FNG, or sorry, this training section, in other fit in under fifteen point nine seconds. Fifteen. Now I don't know where
1: they what.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you get an achievement. What the squadron record, according to the game, like you know, your commander says the squadron record is like nineteen seconds set by Gaz. So you get achievement for beating it under nineteen seconds for a new squadron record. But then you have this one as well. Oh, sorry, no, 15.1 seconds. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so you have to beat this training tutorial course in 15, in under 15.1 seconds. Jesus. And I don't know where they got this time. It's not the world record. The world record's actually damn near half of this, because we discussed it when we first recorded the episode. I remember that. And I don't know if this is just, like, a developer-set time, like, this is the fastest they could do, or what's going on. I don't know where this comes from, but it is absolute garbage.
1: <laughs> is it, like... Is it, is it a really rare one? Do you know, like, the Steam, like, stats of... I
0: can pull it up in just a second okay. here, but I I think it's one of the rarest. I know for a fact it's not the rarest.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the, the world record for that is 8.4 seconds.
0: Which is insane to me. That is insane, you're right. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're supposed to do it that quickly.
1: No. I don't know. There's lots of people... Lots of people are good at Call of Duty, I guess.
0: Oh man. Well I mean it is it is a highly like sought after and, and popular franchise. So according yes. to the Steam's metrics on their site, four point nine percent of people have Ooh, yeah, that, it. Oh yeah, that's now that is that's a rare one. One, two, three, four. It is like sixth from the rarest.
1: Interesting. That's like that's just purely a skill one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there are some here that don't require any skill that just aren't like that of that less that fewer people have gotten
1: yeah i, I would guess like very like specific ways of playing or, or something like that
0: yeah like some they're not some of them many of them aren't hard a couple of them are but many of them aren't and i don't know why people have gotten best of the best but not these others interesting
1: okay so those were the hardest and easiest yeah uh what were your outside of those two which were your most and least fun
0: I think I'm going to start with most fun, and it was Master Ninja, which you basically just have to run around the whole game with a, well, run around the whole mission with a knife, uh, so you can't fire your weapon, you know, you just knife people. That does sound pretty fun. Which, I mean, <laughs> you, you set it on easy, you, you know, you just run around, and you're you're basically a god. You're just <laughs> running around, jumping and just knifing people, and it's just like, it's it's fun, it's relaxing, it's cathartic, there's nothing much to it.
1: And um, I assume like difficulty doesn't affect the achievement, so you can just drop it down to. Thankfully, easy. not. Nice.
0: Now, for my least fun, it does. Oh, okay. So it's Mile High Club, where you have to beat the. It's kind of like a, an extra mission, an epilogue mission, uh, which is called. Sky, um, I can't remember what the the mission is called. Anyway, you have to beat the epilogue mission on veteran difficulty, so the hardest difficulty, and it's it's very close quarters inside a plane. It's very fast paced. And it's just it's rough because it's timed as well. Mm. So you have to do it. I think it's in under three minutes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and like it's it's not a it's not a long mission, mind you. Like it is absolutely doable. I have done it. and Many other people have. But it's it's not fun because it is nerve wracking. I had to try again and again and again.
1: Oh man, I, I guess uh, you know at least a, a bright side with that one is like it's so short. So like you're not investing like fifteen minutes each time into failing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's
0: fair. And I the only reason I found this less fun than best of the best was because with this one there you know people are shooting back at you you don't just fail because you didn't do it in time you fail because you got shot and you died because right you know on veteran you died like that oh my goodness that sounds tedious <laughs> yeah yeah it is and that is the third rarest achievement
1: okay and that that one
0: so that is rarer than best of the best which i can understand yeah but then the second rarest i don't understand and i'll discuss it in the next one
1: okay um so what was the absolute rarest one on the list? It's called Dogs,
0: I Hate Dogs. Now, I thought you wrote this title because I know you're not a dog person. <laughs> but, I'd no, it's them. Kill 20 Attack Dogs with a Knife. Which, again, you set this on easy, you run through a couple missions that you know dogs will spawn in large quantities. Yeah, You can get this in a few minutes. Now, I get people don't like killing dogs in games. I don't like it, but I can separate, you know, my my mom's dog, Puck, from... A German Shepherd in a video game that's coming to attack me. Right. Those are two very different things. But, I mean, for some
1: people, they just they can't bring themselves to do it. Yeah. Do you, do you think that's partially why it's the rarest Absol-
0: one? Maybe. I mean, from a skill perspective, it's absolutely not hard at all. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it is more maybe a personal thing. Yeah. Or people just aren't willing to replay the missions where you, you know, find a few more dogs. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, it can be a little frustrating to knife them but it's not it's not the worst thing in the world no i i absolutely feel best of the best should be like in first place yeah
1: like both the other ones you talked about definitely sound like they should be theoretically rarer than that one strange
0: and it's it's even weirder because the next achievement so this one so dogs i hate dogs has a 3.4 percent achievement rate the next one is 3.6 percent, and it's called your show sucks destroy all the tvs showing Assad's speech now this is in the I think second- no, the first mission you play as as Jackson, you're going through a TV station looking for a terrorist leader, because, you know, it's a military shooter. Mm-hmm. And there are a number of TVs showing him- well, showing him, and the idea is you destroy the TVs. So if you were to go throughout this level, destroy all the TVs in general, just indiscriminately, you would get this achievement. But fewer people have that than Best of the Best. What? Or Mile High Club. That's so weird. There's no skill involved in that whatsoever. no.
1: I don't know why those two are so rare, that's really weird. Uh, okay. So yeah, there
0: are some there are some
1: baffling rare ones on here. Yeah. Very strange list on, for your game here. Uh, okay, what was the most memorable achievement for you? Uh, I, I hate to say this... It was the dog killing, wasn't it? it was you actually, loved it.
0: No, wow, no. No, <laughs> thank god it's not. It was actually one of the more boring achievements, because again, it's not skill-based. It's called Eyes and Ears. Uh, which is getting all the intel items. So you're just finding, like, one or two laptops per mission. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason it made such an impression is actually uh, also related to one of the answers later in the episode, but I'll just say it now, is they help you unlock cheats for the game. So the more intel you have, the more cheats you have access to. So, like, the reason I said it's going to be a citrusy episode is um, in the video that you're watching right now, if you're watching it, I've got my grenades set as... both cluster bombs and lemons so they they just big a big like yellow explosion when they blow up and (laughs) they're actual lemons Sick! i've given all the enemies watermelon heads that you know the watermelon blows up when they die oh my goodness Uh, i can activate slow-mo i can i've got infinite ammo like there's just a whole bunch of fun little things to play with when you get the intel items but it's not something you necessarily think about until you look at your cheat list and you're like oh i can have even more fun with this by just doing something stupid
1: that's really fun that they tied just fun randomness with the cheats to something that's like yeah. can be quite boring finding intel stuff.
0: When yeah, you're like why would I want to get a collectible in a first person shooter and they gave you reason enough to go for them. That's a really cool idea. I like that. And I mean it's one of the things that I would recommend you you go for first like don't worry about your veteran difficulty achievements. Play through, get all your intel items then if you're having trouble with veteran difficulty just do mission select just play a couple missions with these cheats on and just kind of relax like it even gives the dogs watermelon heads like you just see this dog with a giant watermelon and then his
1: face sticking out coming at you oh my goodness (laughs) so that the cheats don't lock you out of achievements or anything
0: they do lock you out of achievements, but it's more just, like, a catharsis
1: to say, okay, this level's been giving me a lot of trouble, oh, I'm okay. gonna beat it with
0: cheats, and then I'll go back and, you know, try to actually do
1: it properly. Does, like, every single cheat lock you out of achievements? Like, just, like, visual ones, like Watermelon I, heads?
0: I don't know if they if every single one does. I know, like, the infinite ammo gl- one does, and yeah. Cluster Bombs do. You'd expect so. Uh, I think Watermelon does, because then it gives the enemies a bigger hitbox in their head, because right. you can just shoot the Watermelon. Okay. But I don't think, like, the the Ragtime filter or the Noir filter would, but I'm not 100%
1: sure. Okay. That's fair. Um, are, Is there any achievement you would remove from the game? Best of the best. It doesn't
0: need to be there, <laughs> and I can't find a reason for it to exist. It is just pain. It is just pain. It, it's especially- and I will put in footage of me doing this. I won't be able to get best of the best again, mind you, but I'll put in footage of me running this course so you can see what you have to
1: do. Okay it's it does seem a bit of a weird one to add considering like you said there's an achievement for beating the like 19 second record right like you beat the in-game record but then there's still another one you gotta get yeah and it's it's rough yeah that's fair um is there an action or way of playing that you think there should be an official achievement for
0: Mm, not really. Like it's a first person shooter. You can only get so creative with them and you can only ask the player to do so much, especially, you know, before the twenty tens when this was released initially. Yeah. So I think it's it's limited by the time that it was released. Right. And and there's already
1: fifty. Like that's probably
0: yeah, on the that's higher a reasonable end
1: number. Of uh like the average, I think. hmm Uh are you able to softlock yourself out of any of them?
0: Thankfully nothing that I'm aware of. Okay. I mean obviously you can't get the veteran ones if you lower the difficulty <laughs> during the mission, but you can always go back and do mission select. Right. Um, and the achievements for veteran are tied to like do this mission and this mission on veteran difficulty. So even if you beat the game and then go back and it'll you know, do like the two middle missions on veteran, you'll get the achievement for those middle missions. It's not like do it all in one go without changing anything. Right.
1: Okay. That's that's nice. That's that's yeah. So there are ways to circumvent uh, certain things. Good. Um, how many times do you need to play the game to get all achievements?
0: Technically once. Now, if you wanted to play on veteran, get all of like the achievements for for dispatching enemies in certain ways, uh, as well as look for all the intel, you could do it once with a little bit of mission select. But again, I would recommend do it twice. You know, go do your first one easier normal, uh, get all your get all your intel, do some of the harder. Ones that require you to use specific things, and then that way, your veteran playthrough, you can just worry about veteran difficulty. You don't have to worry about the other stuff.
1: Yeah, that that, that makes sense. Do like a bit more of like a casual one where you get the I don't know, like the knifing achievements and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and I do know some people who prefer to do like veteran first, and then do the excess stuff and the easy stuff afterwards. Which to me doesn't make sense. I tend to play the game on like normal, develop my skills yeah. a little bit. Not that I have any. And then I feel more comfortable tackling that harder challenge.
1: Yeah, I, I guess, like, maybe if you've played a lot of Call of Duty already, you could probably start with Veteran. But yeah, like, yeah, it sounds like it makes sense to play through on normal, get better at the game, and then play on the harder difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, does the game reward you for getting all achievements?
0: only in the form of the, the cheats that Intel unlocked, but those cheats are pretty funny. <laughs> They're pretty And like, rewarding. there's another achievement, or another cheat, sorry, um, called Goodyear, so when you kill an enemy, they just explode into a bunch of tires. <laughs> That's so Like, random. it's just, it's the dumbest stuff that comes <laughs> out of nowhere. You're like, wait, why did they turn you into, t- into tires? Who asked for this? And you're like,
1: man, I don't know, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Do did, did like...
0: I don't know if they were sponsored, or, or <laughs> what was going on there.
1: Do you know if, like, the, like, current like modern games have like those cheats i know they have intel but i don't think they have the same cheat menu yeah that's it's, it's definitely a thing that's kind of like died out in the past like like 10 15 years i guess
0: yeah i'd say so like cheats. and i think even by the time that that modern warfare originally released they were kind of on their way out yeah it was very very i don't even think modern warfare two and three have the same cheats
1: no, it was it was definitely like a PS1, PS2 era thing to have these in-game cheat codes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. Just a just a weird thing that's kind of gone now. Yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah, it is a bit sad. Uh, does it feel like the developers cared about the achievements?
0: Um, I mean, to some degree, you know, they they did put in some interesting achievements um, in what they're asking you to do. And again, you know, they they gave you the rewards for the intel. They made they gave you a reason to go for it. But at the same time, they did things like best of the best, which I'm gonna keep coming back to. And <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't get it. Why? Why do you hate me?
1: They <laughs> just wanted you to be the best of the best, Taylor.
0: I feel like that has to be a dev time. Like that has to be the best time they could get in house.
1: And they're like once they beat this they get an achievement yeah there must be some reason for that number exactly yeah um do the achievements require you to get 100 percent in the game yes
0: because there is an achievement for killing an enemy with each weapon as well as obviously achievements for getting all of the intel and there's no other collectibles or i mean no other variety really in the in the things that you do in this game so for the few collectibles they have and the few actions they require you to do Yes, it does require 100%. Okay. So you're not really going out of your way for it. And I will say, um, I will include a, a link in the video description as well as the podcast description of a video that I use to find all the intel items because it's just it's easier that way. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I imagine some of them are kind of like a little bit tucked away. Yeah, a few places. Uh, do the achievements feel unique in the genre of, I guess, FPS?
0: Absolutely not. I mean, okay. they've done... I mean, they haven't really done much uh, achievements-wise for the first-person genre. Like, they've done things you would expect them to do, just encourage you to try out the different weapons yeah and play on higher difficulties. But, like, there's nothing that goes out of their
1: way to say, hey, we're unique. This is, like, purely a Call of Duty thing. Okay. So it's it's probably, like, fairly similar, like, even, like, outside of Call of Duty, you think? Like, to Battlefield or something Yeah, like I mean, that?
0: I haven't played... I haven't played a lot of Battlefield games since Bad Company 2, so I'm kind of... I'm a dinosaur in the <laughs> in the space. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't see it being any different... Th- I don't remember it being any different
1: than what, uh, you know, Bad Company 2 would have asked me to do. Okay. Especially for, well, like 2009, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you use any guides apart from, like, the YouTube video you mentioned?
0: No, just, uh, just the YouTube ones for the Intel. Like, a lot of the other stuff... A lot of these descriptions are pretty straightforward. And, I mean, even the... Secret achievements—you can always just look up the description, and none of them are super cryptic. None of them are like, "Oh, you have, you know, walked this path of the warrior," whatever. Like some some achievements are very vague, absolutely, and non-descriptive. You're like, "Just tell me what I have to do." Call of Duty is like, "No, we're we're not doing that. Just go and kill these guys with a
1: knife, and you're good." That's nice. I I do appreciate that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, no, it just... It, it uncomplicates things. Yeah, you can just open up the achievement list you're like, oh yeah, this is how I do all of these. Yeah. Um, has this changed the way you look at the game now and do you regret it? Mm,
0: I absolutely don't regret it. I think it's a, it was a great decision. I don't know if it's changed the way I look at the game though because like, I mean, I fell in love with Call of Duty because of this game. I kind of fell off Call of Duty after um, Black Ops 2 didn't really... I mean, I still played Modern Warfare 3, which I can't remember if that came out after, before Black Ops 2. Whichever one came out last is kind of where I really dropped off. But, uh, I don't know, this always held a great place in my heart, and it hasn't really moved from that spot, even with the All achievements because it's not, you're not doing too much extra. Okay. Apart from
1: best of the best... <laughs>
0: apart from best of the best oh god i gotta record that
1: after this oh no do you do you remember how much time it took to get that one in particular
0: see i want to say it only took me about 20 minutes but the problem is when you're doing 20 second runs yeah like that 20 minutes includes a lot of runs yeah and you know you're just you're trying to angle everything and shoot through walls as much as you can knowing where the enemies are going to pop up you're preemptively throwing your flashbangs oh man like, it's... You get really, really good at that one section. Yeah.
1: Okay, well, at least it wasn't, like, you know, like, two hours of doing this over and over and over. I think I would actually die. That would be rough. Um. So, final question. Would you recommend other people go for all achievements and what kind of players would enjoy it?
0: Uh, I think... I would recommend it for people who can... You know, if they... If they're gonna rage at at veteran difficulty which i got upset about sometimes you know if you have the patience to walk away and come back to it absolutely go for it if you're not looking for an experience that will at certain times especially in the later game both challenge you and also prove to be a little garbage a little definitely in the ai's favor uh you know if you can't handle that don't do it just play the game for fun get you know get the intel items so you can play with the cheats but don't get all achievements. Don't worry about veteran difficulty or best of the best. And if you can stomach those, like if you're a, if you're a classic shooter person and you like playing it on, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, PC, I've never actually played the remakes of Modern Warfare, so I I don't know what those play like. I just know that there's been a lot of love for Ghost coming out of those. I would still stick with remastered. I would still stick with with what I grew up with, and that's probably nostalgia bait talking. So if you're like me. You know, late 20s, early 30s, stick with this one. If you're younger than me, I, I don't want to talk to you because I don't want to feel old. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. By all means, sound off in the comments. I'd love to know, not how old you are. Don't don't tell me that. I don't need to know. But tell me which Call of Duty you played first. What was your first one and what one have you bonded with the most? That's what I want to
1: know. Unless you're really if young. You,
0: if you tell me about your age, I will shadow ban your comments. No, I'm kidding. I won't do that. Unless you're underage. <laughs>
1: underage people can watch this this podcast right
0: they can watch it um i don't know if they should but uh, i i will engage with you in a professional capacity as far as the parasocial relationship between a quote youtuber and a quote audience member goes nothing beyond that okay even if you're of legal age it likely will not go any farther than that <laughs> that's a weird disclaimer at the end <laughs> hey man episode one's always got to be weird our episode one originally was super weird yeah because we were so like awkward and stilted despite knowing each other for almost a decade i don't think we were that bad were we i mean i feel like we weren't this uh we didn't sure we didn't get off track off topic nearly as much but we also weren't
1: i think as like engaging yeah yeah maybe you're right yeah it was like felt a bit more like scripted i guess yeah like just and now and it's just it's in. super free flow and i i appreciate that yeah now we just like go off on tangents and, and talk sh- for like five minutes and then loop back in
0: <laughs> and i mean i'm okay with that i'm okay yeah me
1: too i i like it I, I i enjoy doing the podcast for sure
0: well thank you ladies and gentlemen everyone in between beyond so much for watching and for listening quick reminder we are on youtube at the tease table youtube channel john is also on youtube at the noisbury games channel uh he has not revived his twitch though i'm gonna start a campaign for that uh, you can find both John and I on Twitter. Our profiles will be linked in the description down below. Uh, follow me. You Follow him. Check out the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Public Radio, almost anywhere, almost any major podcast platform that I've been able to get onto. The podcast is available under the Overachievers podcast title. Please check it out if you want it on the go. And if you want the video for it, check out the YouTube channel. Anyway. John, thank you so much for being here. Uh,
1: Appreciate you re-recording episode one with me. It was my pleasure. I'm glad to still be here a year later. (laughs) And I I am also very glad you're still
0: here a year later. And this episode will be going up at an unusual time of April 17th, provided nothing goes wrong. So that on May 24th, the one-year anniversary of our channel, rather of my channel, the episode 12 of the podcast will be going up as our one-year special please i hope well john i really hope you'll be there because you're you're the special feature guest oh
1: yeah i'm not sure i might be busy no i'll be there
0: (laughs) oh yikes but you watching and or listening at home i hope you check it out too thank you so much for for being here for subscribing to the channel uh i read all the comments there's many of them that's okay thank you for the support you've shown us and i hope you'll continue to support us in the future With that being said, we'll see you in the next one.
1: Bye! Bye!